Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Talking a little NBA right now, and he joins me pretty much every week on the program. We had a little all-star game going on last week, so even Brian Geltziler gets an all-star break from doing a little radio with me, but he joins me tonight to talk a little NBA. You can find him on Twitter, at HoopsCritic, and you can find him on the radio on Sirius XM's NBA channel. Brian Geltziler joining me. Geltz, how are we doing tonight, buddy? Very good, Shawnee. How you doing, pal? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. A lot of, a lot of hoopla over Dwayne Wade this weekend, getting his number retired, and I know there's a... Uh, a special out, life unexpected about Dwayne Wade. Where where does Dwayne Wade rank on the pantheon of Geltziler among shooting guards, among players overall? What tier is he for you? Uh, you know, listen, tier is tough. I mean, it's you know, you know, to me, it comes down to it's Michael, it's Kobe Bryant, it's Jerry West, and that's Dwayne Wade. So I mean, he's the fourth best ever. He, it, you know, it's funny. You know, we spent a lot of time on my morning radio show this morning talking about the ceremony last night, which was really a perfect ceremony. It was so special, and it was so well done. But I think what really kind of struck me about Wade was all of the historical figures in the NBA that he's just had contact with and, and been with and up against from – and even, you know, from Pat Riley to Shaq to his relationship with Kobe to his, his partnership with LeBron James and Chris Bosh – you know, even to him competing in two NBA finals versus the great Dirk Nowitzki, best European player ever. You know, he has he his tentacles go very wide in terms of of the modern history of the sport. And and he's had when you look at, at, you know, that kind of contact that he's had with all those different people, whether it's competitors, teammates or a combination thereof his success level is pretty significant. And, and, you know, he was, Dwayne Wade was a a heck of a player in his prime and his game age for a guy that you, who relied so much on athleticism, his game actually aged pretty well. And and listen, when you look at the Miami Heat, which is a relatively new organization in this league that have established this incredible culture in terms of winning and just a championship mentality, but more than that, the hard work and, and the seriousness and the toughness of the way that they sell their program to see that number go in the rafters it, it's it's the beginning it's kind of it's beyond the infancy stages more the childhood stages so to speak of maybe a franchise that's on his way to being one of the great franchises ever in the nba and dwayne wade is a huge part of that ascension i liked him gilts because when he came into the league that draft was all about lebron and carmelo anthony Darko too in a weird way, but more Mello and Anthony, uh, uh, Mello and uh, LeBron in retrospect. Dwayne Wade was kind of a dying breed in that he he stayed in school. He was an upperclassman. He made a big run in the Final Four that I think probably rose his stock. We used to see a lot more guys like that back in the day. 
We did, but that's also listen, one and done in college basketball. Yeah. Change that. And now you're getting guys that aren't even going into college basketball because they want to be able to make some money right out of high school and apply their trade. He told a very interesting story last night regarding Stan Van Gundy. And he had big thank yous for Stan Van Gundy because he, when he was originally drafted, the thought was is that he was really not big enough to be a wing, to be a two-guard, and they wanted him to play point guard. And he had never played point guard in his career. And he walked into Stan Van Gundy's office and said, I, you got to let me be me. Like, I can't do this. Like, I, you know, I am, I've always been a wing. This is where I've always played. It, it's what I've done. I'm not a point guard. And he said, and after going back and forth for a while with Stan, Stan said, you know what, Dwayne, you convinced me. I'm going to put you in the spot that you want. And then it just took off from there. So it's very interesting that you look at him and what he was in college. And he talked about the first round game where he got a triple double and Pat Riley watching him and all that. It was terrific. But Van Gundy making that determination early in his career and listening to what this young player had to say about where he was comfortable. And he was promising that he could do great things, put in the spot that he wanted to be put in. And Stan Van Gundy trusting his player really helped, you know, launch what ended up being obviously a Hall of Fame career, but a you know a guy that's going to be looked at one of the all-time great shooting guards in the history of the sport. No question. Brian Geltzyler joining me on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Geltz, let's take a look at this Western Conference. I think we, we can agree that barring some sort of catastrophic injury, the Lakers are going to wind up winning the regular season in the Western Conference. All of a sudden, it gets really bunchy after that. Really, teams two through two through seven, if you want to take it all the way to the Mavs, but certainly two through five, with the Nuggets, Clippers, Rockets, and Jazz. If you're doing stock up and stock down on these teams right now, which of those teams after the Lakers do you feel best about being able to either maintain or get up to the two or three line? Right now it's the Nuggets, I have to say. And listen, I love the Clippers, and I think that they will get there right now, but stock's down right now. And, and, and what's happening is guys that are supposed to be improving around Kawhi Leonard are not improving. Now, I know that Paul George is going to be back very soon. They're playing it very safe with him, and they desperately need Patrick Beverly back in the mix here because he's a guy that seems to hold people accountable on the court in just ways that no one else on that team does. So, but, so I do think in the end they probably will find a way to get there because I think over an 82-game season – talent will win out but at this moment in time Denver has to be the one that you look at and feel first of all Jokic over the course of the season has lost over 15 pounds he looks fantastic and he looks unstoppable I watched him Friday night and in a game by the way that Denver lost I watched him tear apart Steven Adams one of the best defensive centers in the NBA Adams couldn't do anything with him Jokic does what he wants when he wants now that he's got that extra weight off his body and, and for Denver it's the other guys that haven't done much around them Jamal Murray's been inconsistent Gary Harris been awful offensively this year and so they really, yeah, they've got a lot of signs for Jokic. If any of that stuff starts to kick into high gear a little bit, Denver becomes really dangerous. Obviously, Houston is a stock-up team right now just because they've played very well doing this small ball thing. But again, and I've said this about the Rockets, the threes have been going in more than they haven't been going in. But, you know, my partner Sam Mitchell this morning on my radio show said this to me that Houston is 100% right. You can't tell me that missing 27 straight threes in an important playoff game can't happen to the Rockets because it's happened already. <laughs> so the, the the bottom line is this. They're only as good as the three-point ball going through the bucket. There's other things that other teams can do to stem that and still be effective, and the Rockets don't have that. They're a one-trick pony from that standpoint. So, yes, right now it's working. I'm not favorable for the long term. And the team I'm really concerned about is Utah. they got a Mike Conley problem. And, and for whatever reason, they're insisting on, on, on like shoehorning him into the starting lineup where it doesn't fit at all. And I don't know if it's about money. I don't know if it's about Conley being unhappy. But I do think that Mike Conley has got to be some kind of bench weapon for them because it's not working with him in the starting lineup at all for this team. And it 
just seems like there's their defense is in a weakened state and the urgency and the intensity and the energy doesn't seem to be there. It reminds me a little bit of the show of, of the kind of the shoulder slumping, like everybody in the huddle in Hoosiers when they found that Jimmy Chipper <laughs> wasn't going to get the last shot. Like they have, there's a thing with Ingles playing guard next to Mitchell with O'Neal and Bogdanovich and Gobert that makes everybody really comfortable there. And I think they have to go in that direction and forget about all the zeros in Mike Conley's contract. Yeah. Gelt, I watched that jazz rockets game last night. I was thinking the same thing about Conley. Like it's, this is uh, they're really forcing this thing with him right now, but over to the rockets for a second. And I don't disagree with what you said about the threes need to be going in. I feel like, I feel like that's the way it's been for the rockets for a while now, whether they've had Capella at center or PJ Tucker at center with this small ball lineup. So basically I, I essentially, if people are looking at this rocket small ball and trying to look at matchups with certain teams like the Jazz with Gobert or Denver with with Jokic, um, is that overanalyzing it with the Rockets? Is it just as simple as the three point thing? Well, listen, the three-point thing is a great equalizer, but the bottom line is this. I'm making, I'm making the assumption that they can't guard Jokic and they can't yeah. guard Anthony Davis. I, I don't think that they can. And, and the thing is, listen, understand something about this team. Their two best defensive players, when they took Golden State to seven two years ago in the Western Conference Finals, were Chris Paul and Clint Capella, and not necessarily in that order, by the way. Those are the two best defensive players. Those guys are gone. They're not there. And, and I think that's when you look at how often they switch screens. That is so important because having those guys there was a huge help to them. And let's not that Covington is a bad defensive player. And P.J. Tucker is certainly a good defensive player. Westbrook's not a good defensive player. And, and they, they, they at times effectively hide him, but it's hard to hide both him and Harden at times. So to me, when I look at the Rockets, this is listen. It's all. It's always been about threes to a certain extent, but it was. It, it could be a little bit less about threes when you knew that you could get stops at some big points in time. And I don't feel comfortable with that ability like I once did with this group. Brian Geltziler joining me on CBS Sports Radio. Gelt's last one before I let you go. Do you think they replay the last nine seconds of this Mavericks Hawks game that's under protest right now? I don't think so. Listen, I, I think the whole thing was absolutely ridiculous, and I understand why Mark Cuban got upset, and I also understand he's going to probably write the NBA a big check for some of the things he had to say because he did not only – well, because it, not only did he complain about the call and the referee, and when you look at what Rodney Mott said in the post game, it's what he essentially did is he handed a basket to Atlanta over a slow whistle, okay, because that's what he said is that the ball was in the air by the time the whistle blew, which meant there was a slow whistle on the goaltend, and that's just silly. That's just – it's it, it, the logic there doesn't doesn't really exist. But Mark Cuban went as far to to make it a systemic issue and talk about people at the top, and that's a big no no. In the end, I listen. It takes so much in the NBA for them to honor a protest, and they're okay with an officiating error. I will tell you this much: would be surprised to see Rodney Mott's crew on a playoff game, Shawnee. Mm, interesting, Brian Geltziler. Serious XM NBA, you can get him on Twitter at Hoops Critic. Great time of year to start following Geltz with the playoffs in the windshield. We're just a couple of months away. Geltz, really appreciate the time. As always, we'll do it again soon, my friend. You guys, Johnny, look forward to it, buddy. Always my pleasure. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ucalypt speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.